This program is made possible by the giving of the God Called Partners of Renner Ministries. Hello, friend. My name is Denise Renner, and I know that you've been waiting for me, and I've been waiting for you because I have something so exciting to talk to you about today, and that is the unstoppable power of the Holy Spirit that's on the inside of you. You and the Holy Spirit are an amazing team that can be unstoppable against any foe or any roadblock or any problem or confusion that the enemy tries to bring into our life because what's in you is greater than any pressure that's coming on you from this world. Well, if you need prayer, I please Please let us know how we can pray for you. We are there to pray for you. I think in these times, it's even more important that we connect to one another. The Bible says that as it gets closer to the day of his appearing, that we need to encourage one another daily. So please call or write us and let us know how we can pray for you. And if God is doing something special in your life through these programs, let me know about it. I read all your responses and I'm thrilled to hear from each and every one of you. Now I want to share with you my book, Unstoppable. I want you to have it. I believe there are things in this book that are going to encourage you to be unstoppable. I just got a comment just yesterday and a woman wrote and she said, I love this book so much. I'm going to read it again. You know why? Because it's encouraging. And who of us does not need to be encouraged? And I believe that this book carries within it a lot, a lot of encouragement for each one of us. And I want you to have it. Well, I want to get started with our teaching. So stay with me and I'll be right back. I'm so excited about opening the Word of God. And today and for the next few days, I'm going to be teaching out of my book, Unstoppable. I love this book. I mean, I know I wrote it and I could be partial, but it's the teaching of God's Word that right now in these days, that we recognize the power of God that's on the inside of us, that unstoppable power of God that's in you, that can resist the enemy at any point, at any attack, for any reason. The power of God in you is greater than any force that tries to press on you. You know, I wrote this book because I started meditating on one scripture and it's Ephesians chapter 
4, verse 16. And it says, From whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Well, at that time, you know, I, I knew that Jesus lived inside of me. I knew the Holy Spirit lived on the inside of me. I, I wanted to do things for God, but I had a problem with acknowledging the things of God inside myself. Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 says that we are to acknowledge every good thing in us by Christ Jesus. Did you hear me? I said every good thing. That's what the Bible says. And one thing that can stop us from acknowledging the good things that are in us by Christ Jesus is if we're comparing ourselves to others. Now, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians, it's chapter 10. Now, listen to this verse, because this is wisdom for us. For we dare not class ourselves or compare ourselves with those who commend themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. If you and I compare ourselves with others, the Bible says that we're not being wise. Well, that's exactly what I was doing. I was comparing myself to even my own husband because I knew him the very best. I saw him the very most. I watched as he preached the word of God and people were so touched by the preaching of the word of God. And I'm so thankful for that. But you see, I was being unwise and I was looking at him and comparing myself to him. And as I did that, because it is unwise, I saw myself as less. I paled in the shadow of his greatness. That was not God's will for me. God said in his word that we just read, I'm a joint and I have a supply. Well, if we're putting down the, the supply that we have, that's a tactic of the enemy by comparing ourselves with somebody else to not give what it is that we have, but to hold it back because it's not as good as somebody else's or we're ashamed of what we have. The devil can tell you all kinds of things to stop you from giving that magnificent supply that's in you by the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says you're a joint. You can't argue with it. The Bible says you're a joint and you have a supply. Well, how important are our joints? We have several hundred joints in, our, in the human body and every one of them are important because if something happens with your joints, maybe you have an operation or you start taking treatments or you take supplements to strengthen that joint. Why? Because you need that joint. What am I saying? 
The Bible saying that every joint supplies. The Bible saying you're a joint and you have a supply. Your supply is vital for somebody else. But if we believe the lie that we can compare ourselves to somebody else, then we're going to hold back on our supply. There was another woman that I compared myself to a few years ago because Rick and I, we traveled all over the United States and we would go to this one church and there was this one pastor's wife and she was an amazing woman, so kind to me. I had no reason to get these kind of feelings, but you know what I did? I compare myself to her. She grew a garden. She homeschooled her children. She even made rugs. She canned her food and served her food up for her family. I mean, in my mind, this woman was the epitome of a Proverbs 31 woman. And because I compared myself, I was so much less than what she was. Now, again, I want to say this was a wonderful woman, very kind to me. But the enemy, the accuser, he was saying to me, you're not as good as she is. You need to be more like her. He wasn't cheering me on for what God was doing through me. He was putting me down and I was comparing myself to somebody else. I want to read to you what I wrote. When we compare ourselves with others, we actually do give place to the voice of the accuser. It's as if we join hands with him and say in our soul, okay, Satan, tell me more about how I don't measure up. Explain to me again why what I have to give is not valuable. Does that scenario sound familiar? Have you ever let negative thoughts erase and diminish all the good that you have to give? All the good that Philemon verse 6 says that we are to acknowledge? If so, you need to remember this. The devil is never, ever going to say to you, Oh, you're doing such a great job. You're bringing so much glory to Jesus in helping others. Keep going. Know however he is going to say, don't give what you have because it's not as good as what the other people have. They already have their supply. That's enough. They don't need yours. Have you ever heard those horrible lying words? That's what they are, friend. They're lies. And why are they there? They're there to stop you. The enemy's so intimidated that you're a joint. You're called of God. You're born again spirit. He lives in the Holy Spirit, lives on the inside of you. You have the love of God on the inside of you. He's so intimidated by that that he wants to stop you from giving what you have. It's so powerful. It's so powerful that we recognize what we have and that we embrace what we have. And like Philemon, verse 6 says, we acknowledge what we have. I want to read you another verse. It is in Ephesians. It is 
chapter 4, verse 24. And it says, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 24, and that you put on the new man, which is created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Your born again spirit, the Holy Spirit mingled with your spirit on the inside of you is created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. On the inside of you, you look like, sound like, smell like Jesus. The very, very essence is inside of you by the Holy Spirit. That's why the enemy is so intimidated by you giving out what you have. Maybe you've said, maybe you've believed the lie that, okay, I agree with you, but maybe you're just talking about preachers or maybe you're just talking about people that have a teaching position, but are you really saying that I have that kind of power? Yes, I am saying that. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19, it says, Know ye not that your very body is the temple, the very house, the very dwelling place of the Holy Spirit himself. He's on the inside of your body. Your body is just a house for the Holy Spirit. How we need to embrace these truths that this is the truth, that I'm not just, you know, I'm five foot seven now, that I weigh such and such, that I have blue eyes, that I have blonde hair. I mean, that's not who I really am. That's just a shell. That's just what you see. When you look in the mirror, that's just what you see. But who you really are is that magnificent born-again spirit on the inside of you with the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. That what's inside of you is created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. You look just like Jesus on the inside. You know, there's somebody I love in the Old Testament, and that's Moses. Because what Moses did, and I, I want us to look at it. It's in Hebrews. It's in chapter 11. And this is amazing because Moses, the Bible says that he looked at God who was invisible. I want to read it to you. Now, look what he did. Okay, look at verse 24 of chapter 11. It says, By faith, Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God 
than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he looked to the reward. The treasures of Egypt were the greatest treasures at that time known to man. Moses was looking at something invisible. And when he looked by faith at the invisible Christ, he saw that that was greater, more desirable than all the gold and all the silver and all the wealth and all the power and all the beautiful clothing and all the people bowing down to you. He saw that what he had in Christ, what he had in God was greater than any of that. That is so amazing to me. And then look at verse 27. By faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. That's how he endured, by seeing him who is invisible. The Bible says that we have a treasure on the inside of us in these earthen vessels that is not of us, it's of God. It's on the inside, it's a treasure. Many, many years ago, many years ago, Rick was teaching on this verse and I saw as he was teaching, I saw, oh, Father, oh, God, I have such a treasure on the inside of me. It's greater than any riches on the outside of me. I compared myself to my sister at that time because she had all the furs, she had all the diamonds, she had the great job. Rick and I were barely surviving at that time. People were having mercy on us, giving us food to eat, buying clothes for our children. I mean, we were in a bad place. But he was teaching on this verse about these riches, this treasure on the inside of us. And friend, I started thinking about the treasure on the inside of me. I started thinking about it so much. Well, that day we went to my mother's house and my sister was there. I usually kind of compared myself and, oh, I'm not as good as she is. Oh, I'm not as beautiful. I don't have everything that she has. Do you know at that day, I was so aware of the treasure on the inside of me. I walked in there with my shoulders back. I was so filled with confidence and joy. I wasn't looking at what she had on the outside. I was looking at what I had on the inside. Maybe right now, maybe right now you're struggling and maybe things on the outside are not so good. But the things on the inside of you are amazing. You have a treasure that's unsearchable. It's the riches of Christ. And it's the riches that Moses saw by looking at the invisible God, that he saw those riches. He saw that they were far greater 
than any of the riches of Egypt. So what do we have to do? We have to acknowledge that this is true. We have to acknowledge that by looking on the inside, we're looking at that which is eternal. By looking on the outside, we're looking at that which is temporal. And when we look on the inside, we see the truth of who we really are. And we acknowledge that we're a joint and that we have a supply to give and that it's going to touch people. It's going to change people's lives. If we recognize the love of God on the inside of us, if we recognize the resurrection power of Christ on the inside of us, there's nothing more powerful. There's nothing more magnificent than what I'm talking to you about. Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 says, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. That means the Holy Spirit is helping us. He's our helper. He's our helper. He's your helper right now. Recognize our supply and teaching us how to release it. His grace is always with us to reveal to us our individual assignment and to provide the power to fulfill it. That's why we can boldly say, I am a joint and I have a supply and I am agreeing with the Holy Spirit to do my part and to release this treasure he has placed within me. Oh, friend, it's been my great privilege, honor to share the word of God with you today. I want to pray with you. Father, because of the truth of your word, we recognize the power of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us, the unstoppable one, the supply that we have to give. We agree in the powerful name of Jesus. We embrace, Father, what it is that you've given us. We acknowledge it and we say, Father, use me. I want to give my supply. I want to give. I'm a joint and I have a supply. I admit that, Lord. I acknowledge that right now in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Well, stay with me and I'll be right back. Are you tired of getting stopped by the negative voices and opinions that seem to paralyze you along the way? Fear, offense, and negative opinions can have a stifling effect on your life. It's time for you to push them out of the way and become unstoppable. In Denise Renner's new five-part series, Unstoppable, 
She opens up and shares how she overcame profound negativity in her own mind so she could do what God wanted her to do with her life, as only Denise can do. She talks about the lies the devil spoke to her mind and emotions and what she had to do to uproot, silence, and become absolutely free from those lies. In this empowering series, Denise reveals how to identify the mental lies that are trying to emotionally control you, how to shut your ears to voices of negativity that have dominated you too long, how to embrace freedom, and really begin to step forward to be the free person Jesus Christ wants you to be. This five-part series is available in digital or physical format starting at just $10. We're also offering you Denise's 208-page book, Unstoppable. Rick says, Denise bears her heart and soul on paper and shows every reader how to walk out of an emotional prison into complete freedom to become unstoppable in life. This powerful, life-changing book is available for $20. Don't delay ordering Denise's five-part series, Unstoppable, and her book, Unstoppable. These two resources have the power to alter the course of your life. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. Don't you love the Word of God? I love the Word of God. The Word of God says about itself that it is a light in a dark path. If darkness tries to come and, and say, oh, you can't do this. Oh, you're not good enough to do that. Oh, you're not as good as so-and-so. Oh, you failed last time. You'll fail again this time. If that kind of darkness tries to come, we have the Word of God to shine on that path and to expose the lies of the enemy. Is that so powerful? Friend, I want you to have my book, Unstoppable. Uh, it's, people are telling me it's encouraging them. One woman told me, she said, I started reading your book and I started waking up in the morning in a good mood. <laughs> Is that awesome? I love that testimony because she was giving out of her supply. She was being a giver. And givers are usually very joyful. That's you. You're unstoppable. I want to read to you just a little bit more out of my book. And it's about the day when we see Jesus. Because we don't know what it's going to be like, but we want him to say those words. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. And so for us to be faithful, we've got to give out of our supply. We've got to recognize I'm a joint. I'm a joint in the body of Christ, and I have a supply to give. But listen to what I wrote about the day, possibly, that when we see Jesus, Actually, we don't know what it's going to be like to stand looking into Jesus' eyes in the presence of His glory, but it will be that moment we have waited, all of us have waited for. What will we do? Will we want to fall down on our knees and worship Him for the next 10,000 years? Will we be struck speechless and unable to do anything but just stand in His silence? What? will it be like? Friend, that day is coming. It's a day on the calendar. It's a day on the calendar when you and I in real time 
are going to look into the face of Jesus and see him. Well, we're out of time. I love you and join me on our next program. program was made possible by the giving of the God-called partners of Renner Ministries.